And now it's time for part three of In the Moment. It's Monday. No, what, what you mean it's Monday? It's Monday. We record on Thursdays. Right, but it's Monday. That's the day of the week. I don't know. Loon, no, lunas? right now it's Monday, Katie. Lunas? What, what, what is Monday? Why, is, why are we going back? Because the weekend is done. Oh, no, somebody, right. somebody find some water right. in here. Katie, right. the weekend's ain't done. If the Doing week, what? With albums. That's what he said. The weekend's ain't done. He said he's done. I ain't mad at that. First he tweeted he was done with Earth. Then he tweeted he was done with the album. Either way, this is the day we all hate, ain't Wait. it? Once the weekend say that's it, ain't it Monday? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It makes sense. What you, what you about to say? It is. But I'm okay with it being Monday if the weekend done. Well... That settles that. <laughs> Day for you. I'm tired of that. Who's next? Last but not least, they said that the U.S. is in debt. Did We've you always this? been in debt. Like, truly. That's what I thought. But they said now, like, it's, it's a real debt. So I don't know. Like, Great Depression again? Yeah. Or a recession? We're about to be the Great Depression. That's what they're saying. The U.S. is in full debt. Means baby boomers 3.0 is coming after that. That's Shit. what I'm saying. And I know what they take out of my check, so I know it ain't my fault. I know one thing. I don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. I know if the U.S. is in debt, mm-hmm. one of three things got to happen. Okay. The U.S. either got to get a job like the rest of us, mm-hmm. or Taylor Swift got to stop this shit. Because if you believe what? that the U.S. went in debt at the same time that Taylor Swift has been on tour, and they don't coincide, I don't know what to tell you. And then Beyonce came and took whatever was left. You hear me? If it was Taylor projected Swift, come on now, stop. That her tour come on. will be one of the... Largest grossing tours. Uh, duh. Put it together. You hear me? If Taylor Swift and Beyonce ever go on tour and it coincides with each other in the same year, which I thought was about to happen, the country is out of money. It's a shutdown. It is out of money. I have seen one Taylor Swift show streamed. I have seen one Beyonce show streamed. And both of those shows are enough to tell me that the U.S. didn't go in depth at this time, and it's a coincidence. Mm-mm. That's all I'm saying, and that's all I will say, because if I say anything more, I'll be in debt also. Y'all be good. This is In The Moment's Note of the Week. If you ever have to tell somebody it was a joke, Mm-mm. it was a whack-ass joke. But that was a joke. I, I don't like when people do that. You didn't get it? It was a joke. Don't do that to me. Like, no. Uh, yeah, you see oh, what it was I a said? Joke. It, uh. Oh, it was a joke. Don't ever say, oh, it was a joke, because then it, either your joke was ass or I joked you better than your joke, and you don't know how to take a joke, you only know how to give a joke. But if you ever find yourself in a position where you have to say it was a joke, hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. That's fair? Mm-hmm. Other note, Ayo Frontier, I have no beef with you, but you can't accidentally take people who were supposed to be going to Florida to Jamaica, yo. What? Hey. Don't you have to go past Florida? I'm, I'm so confused. To get to I don't Jamaica? want no smoke. I'm just saying. Yo, I don't understand how that happens. People get off the flight, they don't have passports, they're in Jamaica. Like, they thought he was going to Florida, Katie. How you get back? I don't know. But it's like everybody in New York who don't, who broke, that's where they go. They go to Miami, okay? So they don't. Yeah, I am. So they didn't mean to end up in Jamaica. Frontier, you can't do that. Bottom line. Moving on. Gender wars. All right, Katie, you ready to fight? Sure. I saw a statement that said, men do not fight as hard for their relationships as women do. Period. Who sings the song, Please Don't Go? Was that Tank? That was Tank. Oh. Okay. 
Do you believe that, though? That men don't fight as hard for their relationship as women do? Yep. No. You don't. It's going to be interesting. I got to think about this. Because we might have to put this into 60 seconds, because I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with that. I do. Yeah, I might. I actually agree with that one. Oh. I just think that there's a, uh, I don't think it's inaccurate. I think it's incomplete. Cisco style. Women stop fighting after a certain point. Yeah, but they usually fight for a long time before that comes. So we always, I love this. Are we about to like defend the opposite sexes? This could be good. <laughs> Wait, what, what is your take on this? Women will, they'll fight, but then when they're fed up, they stop fighting, and then that's when the man is able to notice it. A lot of women, majority of the time, they're not, you don't know. I feel like, especially situations that I've seen or heard mm-hmm. about. You don't know that she fed up. The dude's not going to know she fed up. She been done. She'll do different hints. and subtle. She'll be like, basically not up front, outright with it. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you in different ways that she's fed up mm-hmm. on a way that a man may not be able to pick up unless mm-hmm. he like really is attentive. Like, But some guys won't pick up on that. It's like, yo, tell me outright. But women don't want to tell you outright. And then by the time she's done, he's like, oh, she's done. And now I'm going to try to fight. But I feel like it's unfair. Mm. Okay. I respect your take, and I don't disagree with it. I do agree with that part of it. I, I've always said I feel like um, breakups are not necessarily easier for women. I just think that they are more equipped to deal with them because usually once they go through the breakup, they've, they've broken up a long time before. Mentally. Right. But I actually, when I saw this statement, I saw the conversation happening of people saying, oh, no, true, not true, da-da-da. I actually do think that women fight harder for relationships than men do mm-hmm. because I believe that women are more patient. Yeah. Okay. M- more forgiving. Okay. And I think that that a lot of that comes to women feeling like they um they will deal with something that they know they are better than longer than a man will. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Can't speak to all of the time ever. We don't do that here. We don't generalize. But most of the time, in my experiences and from what I've seen, I believe that. I could be wrong, but that's what I believe, right? Because a lot of the times a woman believes she can change this man. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole cheating thing. Typically, typically, again, I'm not saying this is everybody, but typically... A woman will forgive that before a man, right? Like, you always hear them say, oh, man, like, women cheat. It's the end of the world. Man can't take it. He out. But he done cheated four or five times, and I forgave him, right? hmm So I do actually believe that a woman will fight for a relationship more than a man will. But what I also believe, as a man, is that men fight in relationships more than women do. Yes, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. And I don't think that a lot of women or people understand that. And if I'm fighting consistently in the relationship, throughout the relationship, by the time it comes to a peak where it seems like it's the end, why am I fighting for it when I've constantly been fighting? So I'm trying to find a way to say this in a way where it doesn't come off misogynistic. I'm just speaking from a man's point of view, right? Because I think this goes under the radar for men, so maybe this will help. Yes. In terms of do women fight for relationships and fight for their man and have more patience and have more uh, just overall fight for it to work and last than men do as if you were to compare them equally in situations where the woman is dealing with something and the man is dealing with something. Would the woman be a little more patient in dealing with the man than the man may be in dealing with the woman? Maybe. Maybe. But what I think goes under the radar with men is 
we fight a different fight that sometimes I don't think women really know we fighting. And I'm saying this because I feel like your man may not tell you this, but I promise you he feels it, mm -hmm. especially black men. I can speak to that because I am a black man, right? Mm -hmm. I give you a perfect example of what I'm trying to say. Have I been in situations where a woman have fought for the relationship more than I probably would have? Yes. But I know me. I'm going to speak for me and maybe it'll relate. There was a time when I was in a relationship and... I realized, looking back on it, that I was always taught as a man that whatever you're dealing with, you deal with it. You don't put that on her plate. You just don't do that, right? Because you're a man. Your mm -hmm. goal, your objective, your job, your responsibility is to protect your household. Right. That includes your lady, your children, whomever you take care of. I'm not going to always come home and just put everything that I'm dealing with on your plate. And I remember in this particular situation, I was dealing with a lot at that time. I, I was dealing with a lot. And I know that not all women, but there are women who feel like, yo, you don't create life. You don't deal with what we got to deal with. So you don't know what it's like to really struggle in this life. Mm -hmm. And that's true, but not fair, right? Because, yeah, I'm never going to deal with the biological things that women have to go through. I'm never going to deal with the body changes. It's a whole nother level. Right. What women got to go through in that aspect, right? But it's no different than if my struggles are my struggles, but if I were to go to a third world country, they not so much struggles anymore. Right. But that don't mean I'm not struggling. Mm -hmm. But some women have that attitude towards their man, right? And I remember being in a situation of as a man, how am I supposed to deal with this? Because I was struggling at work. I hated everything that I was going through at work. I hated it, right? I couldn't wait to get home. It was just a war zone, you know? And as a black man in corporate America, that's an everyday struggle. I didn't run home and necessarily tell my lady what I was going through. I was dealing with financial issues because I felt like as a man, I needed to provide. Mm -hmm. If she ever came to me and said she needed anything, her family needed anything, my, I felt like it was my opportunity, it was my job, it was my responsibility to have it. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't have it, that was an issue, so I had to go out there and get it. I was willing to risk my life for it if I had to. Whatever I had to do to provide, that's my job. That's how I feel, right? I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with what I got to deal with on the streets, things that I'm dealing with that are uh, tied into who I was a long time ago. I'm dealing with the pressures of just being a man in America, especially a black man in America. I'm dealing with family stuff. I'm dealing with things that's going on with my friends. I'm dealing with things that I've struggled with from my childhood, and I had a conversation with her at one point about my struggles, not only with all of that, but with some of the things that she was doing and some of the things that she had done and how I felt about it. And I remembered her once saying, I don't want to talk about this shit. I don't want to deal with this all the time. And when I heard her say that, I don't think she meant it like that, but it was just she was having a moment of, right? So as a man, I received that like, no problem. I will never come to you with my problems again. Ever again. Like that's, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying I think a lot of men are wired like that to where it's already a struggle. You know how hard it is for a lot of men because we were raised in an era of toxic masculinity? You know how hard it is? Like we cry in the dark. I'm not going to cry in front of you. I'm not going to show you that. I'm going to wait till you're not around. I'm going to close the door. I'm going to cry my ass off and I'm going to come out the room and you're not going to know anything happened. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wipe them tears. I'm going to come out and say, babe, what you need? No, no. Ain't for you to know. I think I'm protecting you. So you only really, a lot of the times, got one opportunity. 
One shot. Eminem shit. Right? For me to come to you and be vulnerable, because I ain't never done that before. Mm. I didn't do that in my home. I didn't do that with my parents. I didn't do that with my friends. This is just man shit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes you finally get to the woman who may be the love of your life, or maybe you're trying to figure it out, and that's your one time you vulnerable. And if her response is anything like, I don't understand this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to deal with this. Most men, because of the machismo shit, will now go back into that shell. Don't worry about it. Cool. I'll never do it again. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So there are times now when you come home, you're dealing with this, you're dealing with that, you're dealing with that, you're dealing with this, you're dealing with this, you're dealing with this, and you don't say shit. You hold it in. First thing she do when she come home is go, let me tell you what this bitch Keisha did at work. And that, that, that. you don't care about that shit. But you my baby, so I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Keisha stepped on your typewriter again. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Right? And meanwhile. Fuck Keisha. Right. Oh, this bitch again. Oh, no, the weird Keisha. Meanwhile, you going through shit inside that is literally tearing you apart. It is breaking you. You are, you are on the edge of everything. There are days you wake up, you don't even want to live. Those are the struggles you are fighting as a man because you are responsible for it all. If this ship go down, I'm the captain. If this ship, I, this ship can't go down. That's on me. Nobody looks at the ship going down and goes, wow, what was the woman doing? No, this is my responsibility. I wear it proudly. I'm wearing all of that. But the moment you say, I can't come to you and talk to you about it, but now I got to keep all that shit in. And then what happens if I decide to go to therapy, if I decide to go to one of my friends, if I decide to go to my family, if I decide to go to my dad as a woman, Why you feel away. just tell me? Tell you, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God, you can't talk to me? I'm, like, I'm here. You literally told me you didn't want this pressure. That day. You ain't got, yeah, but you ain't got to tell most men that but one time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And to you, it was like, oh, I was having a bad day. But to a man, it's like, you know how hard it was for me to come to you that one time? Even open up. You know how difficult that was? Mm-hmm. My whole life, I've been told that's not a thing. My whole life, I've been told don't cry. My whole life, I've been told it ain't no space for that as a man. Go to the gym. You feeling the way? Hey, go bench press. You see what I'm saying? And then you come to your lady, the one person you are supposed to feel like I can tell you anything and you will carry it for me. But then you say, nah, I ain't with all that, yo. Where do I go now? Who can I tell the No escape. You see? So that fight, mm. Mm. that struggle, mm. that's what the men go through. Because I personally haven't experienced too many relationships where I was talking to a woman who felt like she couldn't come to me. Because I also take that on just like I would take anything else on. You can come to me about anything. I got you. I don't care what it is. If it's something I've done, if it's my present, my future, my past, if it's something you've done, your Keisha, the, whoever, bring that to me. What's up? I'm here. And that's not to say that women don't go through nothing. Y'all go through a whole, but typically if you have a good man, he gonna, he, he's, he's going to take on everything that you come to him with. But sometimes as men, I'm telling you, and it ain't always the fault of the women. We are just raised like that. Mm-hmm. We are taught that. Like right. when we go out into the wild to have to bring some home, when you think of in terms of lions, which is wild with lions because the women do it, right? That's just still crazy to me. But in human life, it's, I go out here in the wild and bring food home. You don't know how many zebras try to beat my ass. How many hyenas I had to box with to bring, you know what I mean, to bring some food home? You don't know, but I put that food over there and I go in the corner and go, oh, my God. Why y'all enjoy? And you'll never know. You will never know what that man was fighting with internally because in his mind, he either doesn't want to tell you or he doesn't feel like he can tell you. 
So the fight for the relationship is a whole different fight than the fight within the relationship. Does that make sense? It does. And, and I'm just saying to come home as a man and to feel like you have to carry all of this, wear all of this, deal with all of this, and you can't even confide with the woman that you are willing to give your life to at the dinner table, and you got to, like, eat that all yourself because when she decides to finally realize that you might not be yourself, and she goes, what did I do? It's too late. Is, am I bothering you? Am I, am I too much in your space? Mm. Do you need to go out here and be with somebody else? Do you, oh, what is it? Is it because I did this? Is it because I did that? You start assuming shit instead of simply looking at me as your man and going, baby, what's wrong? Sometimes that's all it is. I bet you it's men out here in relationships that if they wife or they girl out of nowhere just looked at them and poured them a drink, sat next to them, looked them in the eyes and said, baby, what's wrong? That boy be crying like me at at air in the mood. Katie, what? (laughs) And don't think I ain't listening back to when I cried at air and you was making sound effects. Yeah, I heard you. You say, hey, 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 hey. I heard that shit. <laughs> Who me? No. <laughs> I heard you. I mean. <laughs> I'm telling you, yo, it's like the fight for men is a little different. Mm. And it only take one time for you to make that man feel like he can't come to you. And he may never come to you again because the fight within is a lot different for men than the fight Without. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. That's all I'm saying. All right, callbacks of the week. Real quick. After the show. Sorry. It's not the after party. Yes, it is. It's the after party and it's after party. And something, something in the hotel lobby. It's a fake ID in my head. I'm tired of this internal dialogue. <laughs> what are you talking about? There was a lady who was like, I was taking pictures and talking to everybody that came to the show. And um, she was like, hey, you don't mean all that stuff you be seeing on the podcast, right? And I ain't really, like, want to deal with it right then and there. So I was like, nah, you judging me, queen. Don't worry about it. Nah, I don't be meaning that. And she was like, I ain't judging you. And I was like, I'm joking. I'm joking. And she moved on. It's cool. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, hold on. What she meant? What she meant, Katie? Because, all right, yes. I would have said what stuff. No, 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 no. Because then you I'm would, so mad I did Your brain will take you to things that you think you said wrong. I and it had know. nothing to do with that. It could have been you talking about... Freaking uh, Webby or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I didn't ask because it was it was such a long line of people to get to that I was like, so I'm like, oh, nah, nah. Because in my mind, whatever she's asking me, it must have triggered her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I heard, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't mean that, right? So I'm like, okay, something must have triggered her or made her feel like I'm crazy, which in, in to me, internally is genuinely her projecting. Yes. So don't worry about it. No, I didn't mean it, right? But, but yeah. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, go. I feel like it starts a dialogue in your head because now does. you're thinking about everything when it's like it could be something else. So now I'm like, the whole, since the show, I've been like, what have I said? In my mind, I'm like, all right, yes, I come on here to pod. Mm-hmm. I come on here to entertain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll take opinions I have a lot deeper than I actually care in real life. Obviously, this is entertainment. But what opinion have I, like, don't get me wrong. I know my opinions are not of the norm. That's who I am, though. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not a sheep. I don't think... I guess as casually as a lot of people do. So I will come up in here and shake the table sometime. But what have I ever said that has been so, like, outrageous that a person would feel like he's no way he actually thinks that? Hmm. So I really started thinking, and I'm like, I'm going to ask Katie to think about this. I want you to think about this so that next week you can come in and tell me. And if y'all have any ideas, then please DM me because I really want to know what she was talking about. There's no way you think Nelly got a small dick. Think? Y'all saw the video. 
You really believe that? <laughs> Wait. No, because I started thinking about you. I was like, all right, I was wilding when I said Steph Curry was better than LeBron. That's probably the wildest thing I've ever said. Like, what did I say that she was so triggered by that she waited in line to tell me, and you don't really be thinking that shit, do you? I wonder now. Okay, I'm a a, a good, I'm I'm a creative list. Queen, if you are listening, and that is you, please DM the In The Moment page, my page, or Katie's page, and tell us what opinion I have had Mm -hmm. that made you feel like there's no way in hell he actually thinks that. (laughs) Because I, I know I'd be saying some wild shit, but, like, she made me feel like I was Joe Rogan or some shit. Like, what did I say? What? Yeah, I'd be, like, coming in and standing up for men sometime. And, like, but what? Katie, what I say? I don't know. Hmm. I don't like it. I'm about to say some wild shit right now, though, before we get out of this oh, segment. Gosh. Remember, Katie, I signed you up for the slap ass competition? Do I? And you didn't show up? Because we never got to when you signed me up. I know, I forgot. I forgot to follow through. <laughs> they called you and everything. They were like, Katie, no better. Because that's how I signed you up. <laughs> Nobody came out. Nobody came out. Don't worry about it. Because I found another video. Hey, DJ, run that. My friend told me that he likes to play video games without his clothes on. And so I tried it. I loved it. Now that I found out about new gaming parties, I go all the time. Playing naked is just a different gaming experience. I mean, you don't have to worry about your cell phone vibrating in your back pocket or your jewelry or your clothes bothering you. I mean, you really can focus your five senses on the game and enjoy it that much more. Nude gaming parties are a fast-growing trend in cities like New York. Um, This is our third nude gaming event this year, but it's the first time we're being sponsored, and we're very excited about that. We're sponsoring nude gaming events like these because they're all about freeing yourself, which boosts your game. This is essentially what this product does. Extend Play is an accessory for your PlayStation or Xbox 360 controller. It frees you up from the cramping and the fatigue that naked controllers can cause, and that's kind of the play on words of that. So not only are you going to game more comfortably, you're going to have a better game. I think there's a misconception about video gamers that we're all just like sitting in isolation, creepy, living in our mother's basements. But I don't think that's true. I think we all want to be social. We all want to be connected. We all want to have friends. And through these new gaming events, we can all just connect and feel comfortable with each other and just have a fun time. Katie, they playing butt-ass naked video games. This is a thing now. I signed you up. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. What you mean? Mm-mm. They are playing Xbox and PlayStation butt nope. naked. Nope, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. What you mean? You I can play would... Fortnite. Not butt naked with you... people. Why not? You can play with your Xbox and your Xbox at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Nah, I don't want to do it. No. All right, but you know what I did do? What did you do? I sent it to Romeo. I said, what's up, bet number two? Loser got to go. You know what I mean? Trombone? Come on. Loser got to go do the trombone challenge oh. at the butt naked PlayStation conference. It come with Biscoff cookies? You, you better believe it. That boy won't even bet me then. He go by himself. Deal. <laughs> Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.